Have you ever wondered what happens to you when you die? We have had a lot of questions about that. Thought it'd be an interesting topic to discuss. You know, I think that it's an interesting topic just in general because it's something that as human beings, we will all eventually die. What happens when that day comes? What does it look like? Personally, not having experienced it, I can't say an exact story for myself or for others, but I know there have been people who I've met personally who died for a certain amount of time and came back miraculously. We've seen books about I, that. We've seen yeah. books. I've met a few people who've had those kinds of experiences, which their stories are amazing. And if you get a chance, ask them questions. And you can't discount like, that. You can't no, discount I mean, that. It, and, and each person's story is individual and unique, but there's still certain threads kind of running through it. And I, I've noticed a few, and I, I find them interesting. But we had a viewer ask a couple of questions. The first one was, what happens when we die? Well, the Apostle Paul makes it clear in the New Testament. He said, when a believer, when a Christian dies, they are instantaneously with the Lord. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Therefore, when a Christian dies, a Christian's spirit goes immediately to meet the Lord. The body remains. The body is buried or in some cases cremated or, or however, however the body is handled. But the spirit of a Christian goes immediately to heaven to live with the Lord forever. Jordan, every person who's ever been born is a living spirit. And that person is going to live forever in the spirit part of them. They're going to live forever somewhere. I hope it's in heaven. <laughs> well, that is another question that someone asked. Can we cease to exist? Can we just not go to heaven or hell and just vanish? Fade away. Fade away. Disappear. No. Disappear. Poof. Whatever no, you want to call that's it. That's the same reason. The because because no. God created us as a living spirit. And your spirit man, your spirit woman will live forever somewhere, heaven or I'm sorry to say hell. They're only, what, what did Paul, what did, uh, what did Elijah say? Choose this day whom you will serve. You know, the same person who asked that question expounded more upon that and it was an interesting question that she had and I wonder if there are others that have asked this. Sure. She said, you know, if, if God loves us, why do we get to go to heaven? And if he loves us all, why do people have to go to hell? Why she she actually well, asked why he sent them to people, hell, but that's well, not really the Well, first of all, God God doesn't send people right. to hell. Now you need to you need to hear that God never sent anyone to hell because hell was not created for people. Hell was created for Satan, who fell from heaven with one third of the angels, who are now demonic spirits, dispossessed spirits, we might say, seeking whom they may they, they may devour. It's not God's will that any perish. That's why He sent His Son. I realize, Jordan, that there are people in hell, but that was not God's plan. So it's not a question of if God loves us. He loves everyone and He loves everyone equally. However, He gave us what my dad used to call a free moral agency. He gave us the right to choose. The animals can't do that. The animals operate by instinct, but man has the power to choose, to choose God or to choose the devil. And there are only two choices, heaven or hell. He gives us that right. So God never sent anyone to hell. He'll never send anyone to hell. But many people have sent themselves. Well, I think that kind of further begs this question. If He loves us all and He gave us the right and the free will to choose Him, how are there people that maybe never heard about Him and never heard the gospel? How are they not given the choice to choose Him? Well, I believe that choice is uh, fast approaching 
uh, for everyone on the earth because I believe what the Bible says. The Bible says that this gospel shall be preached in all nations as a witness and then shall the end come. Now when I read that scripture, when I, when I see it and I understand it, I believe that God is saying that everyone is going to have an opportunity to hear the message of the gospel to hear the message of, of God's saving, loving, healing power. I believe everybody has an opportunity to hear that message and then to make a choice. And if you make the choice not to believe and not to follow after him or to just assume that we cease to exist, what happens when that person dies? Well, when that person dies, they are separated from God and it is an eternal separation. Is it instantaneous? Well, I'm not God, I'm not, I'm not sovereign, I don't know that I can answer the question. It, it, it would seem to me, now this is just me speaking, that if the Bible says to be absent from the body for a Christian is to be present with the Lord, then therefore for a non-Christian to be absent from the body is no longer to be present, have an opportunity to be present with the Lord, but the Bible says that that soul goes to hell. And there's no getting out of it. Well, as I said, I'm not God. Uh, but I can I, I tell you what the, what the Word of God says. Hell is eternal damnation. It's a place you don't want to go. So what would happen to someone if they, let's say, decided at the last minute that, oh, I'm dying, I have to make a decision now, save me. But they didn't believe it until that moment and they didn't ask for it until that moment and they lived their entire life separated from God but the moment Battlefield of their death, <laughs> yes what well okay Jordan what happens in a the, situation the Bible like says whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved you know it reminds me of he that. didn't say when didn't say if it was 11:59 and 59 <laughs> seconds he just said whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord I don't believe it's ever 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 too late for a person to give their heart to Christ. My own father was dying with tuberculosis. He was about to be sent to the tuberculosis sanitarium in eastern Oklahoma back in 1935. And when you went there, it was a death sentence. You didn't come out alive. And before they sent him, he gave his heart to the Lord. Had he not given his heart to the Lord, uh, he, he would not have gone to heaven. My grandfather sat at the edge of his bed and said, I'm not going to let my baby son go to hell. I'm going to pray until he gets saved. And he gave his heart to the Lord. He didn't, the Lord didn't say when it, when it happens. He said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If it's at 9 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock at night, 11.59 and 59 seconds of your life, he said, if you'll call, I'll hear your prayer. It reminds me in the Bible when Jesus was on the cross and the, one, the, of, the one of the criminals next to him said, remember me. You know, this, this man who was probably guilty of the well, crimes. Well, he said, we're guilty of what of we've done. Of the crimes that he was being hung for. And he realized in that moment that was an opportunity. And yeah. he saw, oh, I have lived a horrible life. I've done all these horrible things. I'm sure he didn't serve the Lord. I don't know if he believed he even existed until that moment. But what did Jesus say? He said, remember me. Or the man said, remember me. And Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. I feel like that's the... You'll be with me in heaven. That is the ultimate moment that you see well, that was the 11, love and compassion that's 1159 <laughs> yeah I mean and and not just 1159 not a man who had served his whole life or believed and had gone away from it this is someone who had nothing to do with gospel God the law morality well, anything this, and is, Jordan, this is a criminal there may be somebody watching who say well that means I can live my life any way I like and right down at the very very end I can pray that prayer and I'll make it in well you know what 
what if uh, what if something happens and you don't have an opportunity to pray that prayer? What if suddenly you're you you struck a telephone pole or or you're or or you're unconscious? Well, that's why it's important to give your heart to the Lord right now. Right. What? Okay. Lindsay used to say, if if you if, if it's all wrong, what have you lost? Yeah. <laughs> right. If it's all wrong, what have you lost? But what if it's right? And that it certainly isn't a free pass to go do whatever you want and hope at the last second Absolutely you have that opportunity. Not. What if what if you never have that opportunity? But more than that, think of all the things that come with salvation. I wouldn't want to live without those things. I wouldn't want to have to be on this earth without knowing that I had the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me and help yeah. me when I needed it because yeah. we will all need help at some point. What would Every I be day. without the loving mercy and compassion that I live with having the gift of salvation in my life. I wouldn't want to wait till the last minute, even if I could, even if we all had that opportunity at the last second to make that decision and we knew for sure we had it. I wouldn't want that. I, would, I wouldn't want to have this life on this earth without the things that I have through salvation. I'm, I'm thankful that we're not living in a day of judgment right now. God has great compassion and love for people all over the world. He loves every person. He created every one of us. Now, I realize that the Bible says there is a day coming. There is a judgment day when every every person will stand before the Lord and give an account of their life. Well, what I would that look that. like? Well, well, well I, I, don't, that... I don't know what that'll look like. It, it, it must be quite a scene. But right now, we're living in an, in an era where there is God's mercy and God's love and God's compassion and His arm is reaching out. Jordan, when I was a teenager running away from God, my parents, in their love for me, said, son, you'll never get away from my prayers. I was running. I was doing everything I could to get away from God, to get away from my family. But my mother said to me, son, you'll never get away from your dad's and my prayers. And train up a child in the way they shall go, and when they're older, they shall not depart from it. The day came at 19 when I came back to God. I came back to my family. My, my, my relationship with my family was restored, and I gave my heart to the Lord. And that, that happened. Thank God for that. Thank God for that day. It changed my life forever. I, I know some people who have been saved before and did believe it and have either gone away from it or I don't know if stopped believing well, we might is say the same thing. But you know, there are people who have backslidden but still firmly believe that God exists. And then there are people who really have just gone so far away from it they don't even believe it anymore. If they've already received salvation, are they still going to heaven? You know, I'm not in charge of that. I don't know, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I know that when the person really accepts Christ, it makes a total transformation in their lives. And when you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, um, there's just something sovereign about God. Uh, I, I don't know that I can fully answer the question, Jordan. I just know that, I, that I'm going to stick with Him. I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to love Him today, and then I'm going to go live for a while, then maybe I'll come back to Him. I'm just going to stick with Him. I would it's agree. <laughs> I would agree, but I, I just I want I want to know the answer, and well, we sure. may never know the sure, answer but, here but, on but, earth. But we don't understand now. We, we see through a glass have, darkly now. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says His ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. Yeah. We don't understand. There are certain things that that, that God does that understand. we don't we don't understand on this earth. We're not going to understand. I just decided to believe Him and trust Him for my entire life. If that's something that maybe you have questions about or maybe you'd like to know, well, I, I was saved once, but I don't really know if I believe that. Well, you know, there's a quick way to be sure. 
save a sinner's prayer. Ask for salvation. Well, Ask for forgiveness right now. right now. There's there's no reason there's no reason to wait. If you're wondering whether or not you're a Christian, if you're wondering whether or not you've been running from God because you once knew Him and now you're out of relationship, if you're, if you're wondering, if you're asking the kind of questions that Jordan is asking, then why don't we just settle it right now? Because it's a very simple prayer that you can pray if you mean it with your heart. Would you like to pray this with me right now? Why don't you do it? Here it is. Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner, a backslider. I admit that I am without you and I want you in my life. So I repent of all sin. I ask you to cleanse me and forgive me. I am truly sorry. I repent. I change my mind. I turn my back on Satan and I receive Jesus Christ, God's only Son, as my Savior and Lord. Now, oftentimes Jordan people say, well, Richard, is it that simple? Yes, if you mean it. If you mean it. And I believe that if you prayed that prayer, that you meant it. Your whole life will change and it will change for the good. It reminds me of the same same story of the man on the cross next to Jesus. Was he, he threw out a few sincere, heartfelt words. And that was really it. There wasn't a long conversation. They didn't hold hands and pray. It was a, it was a quick decision in his heart that he made. <laughs> Peter was drowning <laughs> in the water, going under, and, and yelled out, Lord, save me, <laughs> three-word prayer. <laughs> Someone said, well, if he prayed any longer, he would have drowned. <laughs> and Jesus pulled him out. Well, that's a picture of us when we say, Lord Jesus, I come to you, save me pulls us our feet out of the miry clay. Hell is a very real place. And you don't want to go there. And you definitely don't want to go there. I never want to find out what it's like unless I have an experience that God specifically set me to for His purposes. I hope to never see what that is like yeah. because I, I can't imagine how terrifying it must be I, because it is real. When I die, I want to see the loving light of the Lord in my eyes, yeah. and, not the darkness of the pit of hell. And, and you don't want to go there either. I promise, stay away from it. Heaven is very real, and so is hell. And when you die, you want to go to heaven. Choose him, serve him, ask for salvation, ask for him to come into your heart. Choose and this that's day. that's where he'll be. Choose this day whom you're gonna serve. Be sure. If you're not sure, hit rewind a few minutes and be sure. Because you certainly don't want to end up anywhere near that place. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you just prayed that salvation prayer with Richard, let us know. We would like to send you a free copy of Richard's booklet, How to Live Your New Life. Just go to oralroberts.com prayer and let us know in the prayer request box that you just prayed that prayer with Richard and type in the code NEWLIFE12, that's N-E-W-L-I-F-E-1-2, to receive your free booklet. Or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777 to request your free booklet and pray with a prayer partner.